to the Generally Good Advice podcast with Naomi Mong. I'm your host today, and today we have a guest on our podcast. Um, her name is Jiao Bao Li. Jiao Bao, would you be able to introduce yourself to us? Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Jiao Bao. I am currently a senior in University of Illinois, and I'm majoring in finance. Uh, I'm graduating this December, which is also currently mm-hmm. counting town, which is a month. Oh, wow. And after that, I will be moving to California because that's where I'll be starting my new chapter of my life. So, wow. Yeah. Where exactly in California can I ask? I'll be in like southern LA area. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool. Dang. Do you already have kind of like a job lined up? Yeah, or? I have a job. It's it's pretty close. It's, it's in that area. That's why mm-hmm. we decided to live there. Um, my fiance, Brandon, is also going to be living there. Oh. So, Yeah. And he works nearby me, too, so that would be, like, pretty oh, good for that's transportation. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're already lined up. And I bet you can't wait to get out of this cold weather. Yeah, right I think that's like the thing. I think I just want to move out of Chicago because, like, or Illinois in general. It's a little too depressing for me to... Yeah, just... I mean, it's, it's winter here right now. Yeah. 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 All right, so kind of, um, we're going to talk be talking today um, about several different things with Jabao, um, yeah. because... She has a lot of experiences that I think we can learn from. Um, we're going to talk about finances. Um, so just really kind of, you know, getting to her major. And I think just as a young adult, it's good for us to learn mm-hmm. how, to con- how to manage our finances and spend our finances well. Yeah. Um, especially you, you travel a lot. I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see you and Brandon <laughs> taking pictures and everything. And yeah. um, even asking about traveling. How are you able to travel in undergrad? Mm-hmm. Um, and how are you, like, making these travel choices? Mm-hmm. And, like, including finances and that. And then lastly, you're engaged. And so yes. we're going to kind of talk a little bit about relationships and what it's like to be engaged um, okay. as a person in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start off. Um, why did you go into um, finance as a major? I think when I was younger, for me, I am very fond of like having control of my money. And mm-hmm. even when I was younger, I think my family has raised me pretty well as in like being more aware of like f- personal finance situation. So I think when, since young, I was actually pretty aware of like just the money issues in general. Mm-hmm. And of course, like coming from China... And being and then moved to United States when mm. I was twelve years old, I realized oh I'm actually not too bad in math. So mm. <laughs> so that's actually that fits into like the stereotype pretty well. As in like yeah I really like math and I'm very proud of my math skill. That's probably why like eventually I want to do something with math and I also want to do something with money. So that's why like I end up choosing to pursue in finance as a career. Mm-hmm. And how has yeah. it been? Like, um, do you like the classes? Do you like the course, like, generally of, like, what courses you have to take and all of that? So, I was actually an undeclared major coming to U of I, but I think after that, I tried to apply for the College of Business Finance major. Um, sadly, I didn't made it to that. I was actually pretty depressed about that because, like, that was something that I really wanted to do, but I ended up not getting to that major. Mm-hmm. Um, through so many, so many other friends, they actually, rev- like, told me that, you know, there's another finance-related major in the College of Agri- um, Agriculture Consumer Environmental Science, which is oh. College of ACES. Mm-hmm. So I actually applied for that, and talking to the advisor helped me to realize there's so many other, there's so many finance classes that are offered in College of ACES. Um, 
that pretty much teach you similar financial skills. So mm. I think that really helps me to like open up my mind a little bit mm. more open hearted also to like accept this place and like trying to see what I can learn um, into this college in this finance major from a non-business school. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately I... I'm glad that I made this choice to like change into this major because like I'm actually finding so much joy, just like I actually having a lot of fun going through all these classes. Mm. After I declared this major, I started with like a lot of three hundred level class and four hundred level oh, wow. class, which is, um, which can be intimidating just because of the number that is in front of like with the course name. But I think ultimately I learned a lot and I realized all of the stuff that they talk about. I try to understand it mm. and I think ultimately. In, eventually, I realized I am enjoying it because well, I find satisfaction based on how much I understand the content and mm. having a good grades and all that stuff come along too. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably why I like staying with it. I'm actually glad that I changed my path. Still pursuing finance, but through a different, really, it's a very unique path, not mm. the normal path as business major, business mm-hmm. uh, school students. But I think ultimately, as you get the job, as a finance analyst, mm. thankfully. So I think, mm. um, yeah, there's there's more than one way to go to Rome. What is that mm. called? Like, yeah, there's... There's another path. There's yeah. another path. So, like, if you want to do something, if you really want to do it, there's, like, some other way to do it, so... Mm. Yeah. And kind of going along with that, I'm curious, um, how is um, doing the finance route mm. in ACES different from business? Do you know, like, kind of the differences? Have you seen for, the differences? For my feeling, I think the business one, I can't really talk too much about it, but... I think they talked a lot about investment banking or like banking or even more in depth like finance as in like Wall Street style oh, or like okay. trading or like stocks mm-hmm. or like stuff like that. This is my guess, but in uh, agricultural finance, we not only talk about the basics, fundamental finance basics, we also talk about commodity trading mm-hmm. or like how does agriculture come into place. And using agriculture one as one of the example for us to learn financial like basics and finance skill. So a lot of the time we talked about options, we talk about futures, and we talk about commodity trading. So that is something that we're we're pretty big on. Mm-hmm. And I think behind all this kind of stuff, like we just know the finance basics, and those are the mm-hmm. stuff that we can apply regardless of what industry you're doing, mm-hmm. whether or not you're in Wall Street mm-hmm. or you're in. Uh, a credit, a farmer credit firm or like another bank so there's all this kind of like basics that we learn that basically use in any places oh yeah also oh, it's like pretty applicable to a yeah. lot of things like so it's... because it's applied to agriculture like mm-hmm. those kind of thing can also apply to other places as well okay yeah oh wow dang folks you just heard it from here you don't have to be in the college of business to do finances that's interesting because yeah. i always I actually didn't know you were an ACES. I mm, thought you yeah. were in, like, business and stuff. It's kind of difficult for me because, like, when I didn't get into business, I got pretty shameful, too, just because, mm. like, oh, you know, like, I should get into that. I should, my capability should qualify me to mm. get into that. So, like, when I say that I'm not in business but I'm doing finance, it's, like, a little bit discouraging for me personally. Mm. I don't know if other people are thinking that way, but, like, sometimes for me it's like, oh, like, why aren't you in business then? Uh, so it's always, a, like, an idea that College of Business is always better than some other college mm. with finance mm-hmm. major. And I think ultimately I'm too lazy to say, oh, I'm a finance major in the College of Aces. I just say that, oh, I'm doing finance too. So mm. it's basically the similar major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there's no, like, there's really no need to discriminate because you learn the same thing. Yeah, it's probably just, like, that, like, stereotype or that, like, notion that business is just better and, like, so great. When, like, you can still learn business stuff without being in the College of Business. Right, right. Oh, okay. Um, And then for you, Mm -hmm. um, because you said you grew up with, like, being, like, you were taught by your parents to manage your, you know, spending habits, your finances. Um, For you, like, how do you, like, manage your finances? Um, How do you monitor your spending habits and all that stuff? I definitely change over time. I just remember when I was younger, um, I don't really get, like, allowance, mm-hmm. actually, until when I was in high school. But I started my high school and as my high school time, during my high school time, I was in a boarding school in Illinois oh, called okay. IMSA, Illinois Math and Science Academy. So Ooh, because I was in a boarding school, <laughs> okay, if I were one of those, I'd already be in the College of Engineering. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> I already got like four jobs lined up, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I was like one of those like unique special students that doesn't learn about engineering and love, fun mm. of fine, uh, science. But because I was in boarding school, um, I start having a little more allowance every week or every month. Mm-hmm. So with that allowance, I just buy like snacks or stuff like that from like, I don't know, from like local stores. But mm-hmm. that was about my spending. But after coming to college, like because my mom has been like teaching me, oh, you need to like save, you need to stop spending too much, you need to like be more conservative with your money. Mm. And I think I realized this notion of like, okay, like this is what I have. This is really just what I have. Mm. Um, I am supposed to be responsible for managing this thing because if I don't have money, then I don't have money. I, I'll, I'll be in trouble. Mm. If I do have money, then I can have it to purchase some other stuff that can ultimately pursue what I'm happy with, what I like. Mm. So that's kind of like the idea that I have but um, of course, I can't. I think my spending habits, especially like regarding money or finance, really got really changed a lot after I met Brandon. Mm. And just because he has like a very strong mind, she has a he has a very determined mind. Mm-hmm. So like he knows what he should be spending. He's very analytical on what he's spending. Mm. And but he, also his philosophy on spending money and trying to receive the ultimate um, utility per person is very mm-hmm. important. And just. I think with that, like, that helped me to be a little more analytical about my spending, too. Like, mm. that's also what I apply to my friends. If my friends wanted to, like, buy a $100 dress, for example, oh, for yeah. one event, then mm-hmm. I'll be asking them, okay, like, what's the point of you buying this $100 dress? Do you think it's worth $100 and stuff like that? So mm. um, that's something that I'm just trying to encourage to ask them a little more. And that's something that I do to myself, too. Um, but I think now I'm just... Because my savings are a little more now, and also, like, I was working for my internship. I had some part-time job mm. previously. Like, that helps me to understand how hard it is to earn those money and how hard for me, is it for me to, like, work on those mo- like work on those cash that I have in my hand. And if I were to work a minimum wage, like, $8 an hour, if I were to looking at, like, a dress that was, like, $80, then I know, okay, I need to spend... Like I for to work for me to purchase that eighty dollar dress, mm-hmm. I need to spend ten hours of working to yeah. get that dress. Mm-hmm. So like, is it worth it for me to work ten hours to get that one dress? Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. times are we wearing those those dresses? So that's something that um I was thinking all the time. Mm-hmm. Now that because I'm a little more comfortable on how much I've saved, how much I earn, and how much I will be earning after I start working, um I'm more willing to I'm more lenient about my money as in I can spend it on other people. I can spend it for 
a small group, which is a church fellowship, mm-hmm. and I can spend it on other people, maybe younger members who are trying to eat, and like I can just pay for their meal. So that's some that becomes a little bit that oh I'm willing to give now just because yeah. I'm comfortable with where I yeah. am. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and that's that's a very good important point to like kind of make mm-hmm. that we don't want to just like make enough money to like live our barely own live. Yeah, yeah to barely live but to like manage our finances well mm-hmm. so we can live well like to be able to meet our like necessities and whatnot mm-hmm. but also to give to others as well yeah because i don't think like it, it's it kind of feels weird to just like i want to buy all these things because mm-hmm. like you know it's not really like things and items that's gonna like s- like satisfy us like yeah. you know we like want it's like important to give and mm-hmm. like even like, to be generous to others, too. Um, And so kind of, um, you know, for those who are maybe listening, Mm -hmm. um, maybe there are some college students out there that are listening, and um, for them, like, do you have any, like, words of wisdom or, like, advice and tips and tricks of, you know, how do they spend their money wisely in college? Because, like, like, a lot of times you can kind of splurge in college. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, exposure on coffee, on food, mm-hmm. like, especially late night eating, and, yeah. um, textbooks, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. um, maybe on, like, apartments. Like, what are some, like, tips and tricks that you learned yourself throughout college, and even, like, studying finances and being aware of your own spending, mm-hmm. um, and being, like, money conscious? Like, what are some advice, um, advice, piece of advice that you would give to our listeners here? So, um, first thing, if I were if I were to give advice to the people who just started a job, I would say youth is the biggest asset, which a lot of older people is gonna tell you, because youth or being young is the biggest asset because you can save so much from now on for like at least sixty years. Mm. When someone is sixty years old, you can only save like twenty years. So yeah. starting early is really great. But for a college student, I think. Um, self-control is the biggest asset. Mm. I'm struggling with that, being self-controlled, like, regarding of anything. I can be, like, eating a lot. I can control myself to, like, eat a lot of snacks, eat a lot of night nights, too. But I think self-control for us is to control how what do I really want and whether or not it's worth it. There's a mm. lot of time we think it in our mind that we know we shouldn't be buying this. But in our heart, we really wanted this. So that's mm. when you have to fight for ourselves. Mm. Knowing self-control is something mm-hmm. important. Because if you can control yourself to just let yourself go, you can actually stop spending a lot of money on unnecessary stuff that you'll eventually kind of regret spending. Mm-hmm. Or trying to justify yourself spending. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, um, that's definitely a good piece of advice. No, I definitely agree with that. I'm struggling a lot with that too. I mean, like when I see good earrings like in Dear72, which is one of the <laughs> Korean store, I actually spend a decent amount of money, but uh, I definitely like fight for my house saying, okay, I should maybe just buy one when it's on discount. Or mm-hmm. like maybe it's something, do I really need to, do I see myself like, wearing this often so mm-hmm. i think that's something like does that give me a great like pretty good return so mm-hmm. um that's something that i kind of like fight for mm-hmm. right now so mm-hmm. and i feel like kind of going along with that because like for you it's like when you see a good set of earrings and do something too mm-hmm. like and you think about like okay, am i gonna wear this and all of that and like what's the return on it and like even like how useful is it too mm-hmm. like do you think in your own opinion after like studying finances and even looking at how you spend money like is it okay to splurge on yourself every once in a while or do you feel like that needs to also be kind of restricted a little bit more i think so i think it's fine because like 
it's almost like working out. You can't just work out every single day. Mm-hmm. Typically, correct me if I'm wrong. Typically, people would take like one day out of the week to like just take a break. Yeah. So that's kind of like the the break time because if you just constrain yourself every single day, of course it's gonna be really tiring. You're definitely gonna like give up and you're always gonna outbreak or like break out and stuff like that. So I think like have once in a while is good, but make sure at that time to be. Make sure whatever you're purchasing or whatever you're trying to buy is controllable. Yeah. Like, you can't just yeah. buy, like, a $10,000 bag if oh, you yeah. don't have that many things and you wanted it. So, it's something that, like, but I think eventually that just become my habit. Like, even mm. if I wanted to buy something, I just say, okay, like, is this necessary? Can I fit this in somewhere? Like, mm-hmm. do I really have to work this? I work mm-hmm. for, like, 10 hours for this. Do I want to work for 10 hours? Yeah. So, okay. yeah. okay i think that's like also what you keep on mentioning like the 10 hours and like yeah can i do i really want to work 10 hours for this it's like a really good um mindset that i think people need to have and even for myself like i don't think of it all the time as that way of like oh yeah it's just ten dollars like oh yeah it's just fifty dollars it's fine yeah but it's just like if we put it into like hours that we have to work Mm -hmm. and like actually calculate it out Mm -hmm. then i think that will make people more money conscious so i think even kind of what you've been saying to kind of add on to what you've been saying not not saying it's my advice it's your advice but like even i think it's helpful if college students could take that mindset of like how many hours i need to work for this Mm -hmm. and that will kind of help then determine like okay do i really want it Mm-hmm. right or do i like really need it and yeah. is it going to be useful is it going to be for the long term because mm-hmm. i i don't i don't think like especially when we buy things to own we yeah. should think about like the durability and yeah. like the long-term usefulness of i it. think a lot of time uh, yeah i definitely agree with it the durability is something that i look forward to the most except for like mm. experiences like traveling i think like now i'm shifting my opinion to like a little bit traveling too but, like, durability is so important. Like, this is even last. Like, Forever, tw- Forever 21 brand, there's cheap jeans for, yeah. like, $7, $8, mm-hmm. or maybe, like, $11. But, like, mm-hmm. how long can I wear that jeans? Is it comfortable? Yes. Is it worth yeah. it for me to buy 10 of these jeans in one year to replace one another, outfit one another? Or should I just be buying a $60 jeans in a little pricier place that can last me for a whole year without replacing it? So, like, that's something mm-hmm. I'm thinking of, too. But, oh, as also just for, like, college students, one advice. Um, there's this one class I'm actually currently taking. It's actually called personal finance class. Mm-hmm. It's in the ACE college. ACE's college is called mm-hmm. ACE 240, which is a personal finance class taught by one of the really well-known professor. And his class is very informative and intuition. A lot of people actually come to this class without knowing anything and like they have no background about finances don't know what anything about like student loans or even mm-hmm. like money in general how to spend things um after this class they're actually mindful and they actually change their behavior a lot just because their minds are changed and their mind are renewed and like knowing mm-hmm. a lot of information about it really helped them to make everyday decisions so that's why mm-hmm. like i think that's class if you were to able to take it there's no prerequisite there's no any like minimum requirement you don't have to be an aces college you don't have to be you know, a senior to take it. It's just like any, mm. the class is very easy, straight up, straightforward A for you to just learn about your spending habit, which is, can mm. be beneficial about you. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely think that's important because like, I, so I'm a high school teacher mm-hmm. and I have a lot of students who love eating out every day during Me lunch. Me too. <laughs> um, and like, I mean, it makes sense because they don't want to eat the school lunch and mm-hmm. they probably like, their, their parents can probably always make lunch too. Yeah. But, like, I realized, like, through them, I was just like, man, like, you guys need to learn to, like, spend your money wisely. Like, 
for them, they work a lot after school. Also, just spend it on food. Or, like, spend it on their homecoming dress. Or spend it on their prom dress. And, like, mm-hmm. I understand, like, prom dress, like, you want the experience, too. Mm-hmm. Um, homecoming, I mean, for girls, it's hard because girls, we just... Love society and beauty standards, we just spend so much, too, mm-hmm. on that. But, like, they don't realize how much they're spending by eating out every day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my students have also said that, like, because they're taking a personal finance class right now, too, in our school. And they kept on telling me, like wow, I didn't know like, all these things about myself. So I think it's, like, very important that, like, people, like, take a class or, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be at the university. It could be, like, an yeah. online class, too. It's just to bring up the awareness. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, I think, like, nowadays, like, um, our generation, I feel like because, especially as immigrants, mm-hmm. like, we are either taught as, like, okay, you can't spend this money, like, you always have to save, 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 because that's what my parents are. My parents are like, save, 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 mm-hmm. put everything in the savings account, like, don't spend anything kind of thing, and yeah. then because of that, because we've been repressed all the time, like, we have this, like, greater urge to splurge, right? And yeah. we, like, want to, like, treat ourselves so many times. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like our generation, because I've encountered other people like this, too, mm-hmm. where they just, like, they don't know the good balance between, okay, treat yourself a little bit, but mm-hmm. also save and be, like, money conscious, too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, like, an important topic in general. Yeah. But kind of hitting on, like, what you were hinting at. Um, so you travel a lot. I travel some places, yeah. But I'll be traveling a lot more after I graduate from oh, school. Oh, okay. so. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. But what are um, some places you've traveled to? So I traveled to Korea. Um, mm-hmm. I was from China, so which makes sense. I travel a lot in China. Mm-hmm. I also go to Hong Kong a few times. Mm-hmm. Come to America, I travel to like Florida, Las Vegas, and um, recently I traveled to Singapore for a week. So, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Dang. All right, and then for those times, um, were a lot of those traveling um, experiences with Brandon? Um, I would say a lot of the domestic travel were with him. Uh-huh. And especially because he's from California, he's currently living in California. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, once in a while, I would just be like, I want to visit just to go to California oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. all the food and scenery and the warmth mm-hmm. and the ocean. Um, and, of course, like, Las Vegas, too, and Singapore. So, yeah, I think, like, after that, I started wanting to travel more just because, mm-hmm. like, it's nice to have some companion to go with. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Then that's the, that's the part that I want to emphasize, too, because... Um, yeah, traveling, it may be just, like, a week or maybe just, like, a few days. Like, it's not, like, a durable goods. But I think for me, personally, I value the experience and the time with the person I like and I love mm. um, with just, like, a few days. That kind of memory, that kind of experience can last pretty long. So I think, mm. like, for that, in that perspective, like, that's pretty durable for me. Mm. So, yeah. So then for you, like, because it's durable, you would be willing to spend money on it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's funny because, like, Brandon's the one who's taking care of, like, most of... Brandon's the one who's taking up how to spend or, like, where do we pay because mm-hmm. he has a lot of... He has a lot of credit cards and he uses <laughs> a lot of my too. credit yeah, cards. I know that, too. Yeah. So, a lot of credit cards give, like, points and miles and all that stuff. So, like, a lot of the things we use or we go to or, 
Mm-hmm. We purchase technically are free because it's redeemable by mm. credit cards, points, and miles and mm-hmm. stuff. But if you're curious about points and stuff, don't ask me. Ask him because mm. he's just using me. Oh, um, but like he tells you to use his credit card. He uses credit card to get the points and oh, just okay. to hit the sign-on bonus mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So like our hotels are typically free. My flights are typically wow. free. The flight for me, the flight. Actually, everything, the living expenses and the transportation expenses and Singapore is all free. Um, we only spend on, like, eating, actually. So Dang. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's and awesome. He actually planned this a long time ago, so... Yeah. Wow. So, basically, like, you were able to travel for free. Mostly free. I mean, like, yeah. food, food, that's, like, pretty... Food, like, you, tips, you have to pay that. Like, yeah. like, sometimes Uber here and there. But... Yeah, but, like, otherwise, most of it was generally free. Like, the hotel, yeah. the airplane tickets, which are, like, usually the most, like... Expensive we're all, stuff. all yeah, all the most expensive stuff. Where everything go, kind of goes down the drain of like, okay, yeah. can I, like people, a lot of people are like are like, can I even make this trip because yeah. the flight tickets are expensive mm-hmm. and then the hotels are expensive. Yeah, and even if you do Airbnb, that's still kind of yeah. You haven't done Airbnb yet, yeah. so and that's crazy because you haven't <laughs> had to because you guys have been so good at spending your money. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of that is from the credit cards, mm-hmm. like figuring out what credit cards to use and figuring out like. Like when to use it and how to use it. Yeah, too. what is to optimally get the most points mm-hmm. and in like the minimum spending we can have. So. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And then you guys probably from getting those points, you guys redeem them at places you could. Yeah. Because it's probably not applicable to like everything. It's not applicable for everything. Um, and there's so many different platforms that he can like redeem the points and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely he actually I mean he self taught all those kind of stuff. So he oh. just kind of learned online and through different blogs and mm-hmm. he kind of put the pieces together and have a bigger picture on where he can transfer and mm-hmm. like where he can use it. So like he redeem all these flights and like all this hotel by combination of different like credit cards. So like mm. it's something that he's just very fond of doing. He find it amusing because it's always changing. It's actually, like, mm. all these banks are changing their policy, changing yeah. their costs yeah. on, like, where they're doing the points and miles and stuff like that. So, like, because of that, he's, like, keeping up with it, so. Mm. Yeah. Was he finance major, too, or? No, that's that's really funny because I personally, even, like, my mom think that he should be a finance major because, to be honest, he's better, he would be a better financed student or finance person than me actually I think mm. he has such a logical mind and like rational mind and like if you were he actually really enjoyed finance but he's not a finance he started as he was he's also coming or went to the school here mm-hmm. and major in like nuclear physics and <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember. Oh that. really? Yeah. How? Yeah. Because I just remember like meeting this guy. Okay, Brandon. For those of you guys don't know, Gabo's <laughs> fiance, Brandon. He <laughs> was always. He's like the. We always called him the man dressed in white. Oh yeah, the man in white. Yeah, the man <laughs> in white. Because like at every like formal event we had in CFC, which was like Thanksgiving dinner and like um, Easter dinner, he'd always wear all white suit. It was crazy. We're just like whoa, like man in yeah. white. And I think when I met him, I was like, oh, what's your major? And he was like, nuclear physics. And I was like, what the? <laughs> that exists? Yeah. And I was like, this guy must be a genius. And I think, like, I remember just, like, talking to him and just be like, I feel stupid. <laughs> oh, <no>. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's, me he's, like, very smart. Yeah, he's oh. very, I agree. He's very smart. And not, building off of that, he not only wear white, like, in formal events, he wear white, like, every day like, oh does he yeah every day just wow. t-shirt polo white t-shirt white polo with white shorts white pants with white <laughs> shoes 
Nike shoes, <laughs> the same shoes, and so yeah, they just didn't have a wet backpack, but yeah. That's, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was like a double major in, the, I mean double de- dual degrees in like engineering and physics. So, but he he really enjoyed finance. That was like mm. the side entertainment mm-hmm. kind of thing. So like yeah. he actually still know more finance stuff than me. Mm. Or than I do, so mm-hmm. um, I'm still always learning from him. He's always like questioning me or like you know trying to teach me stuff. So mm-hmm. and that kind of goes to show that like even this whole finances stuff can be like kind of like a hobby thing. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be something so like oh I have to do this. Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. I like as a good responsible person I have to learn this, but mm-hmm. it could be actually something that like if you dig deep into it and just like. You know, do the research and prod a little bit and start thinking about it more. It could be a, kind of like a hobby. Like, it yeah. was for Brandon. Yeah. Because I think it's like, I mean, I feel like all of us have an obligation if we mm-hmm. want to live well mm-hmm. to take care of our finances and, like, learn the information. Mm-hmm. But who knows? It could be, end up being a hobby for some of us. Yeah. I still think, ultimately, like, you're responsible for, like, what is happening to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, your bank account right now is the consequences of how you're spending, how you're mm. saving, how you're managing your money. So, like, don't look at it sad, saying, like, it's unfair that I don't have money. It's because, it's more because, like, the things that you're doing. Mm. So, like, mm-hmm. given how much you have in your bank account, you see how much lower now, or you see how much higher now. So, mm-hmm. like, you know it was the fruit of you doing certain things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just be mindful when you're doing mm-hmm. things. No, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Like, your fruits, like, the fruits of your labor. And, like, you yeah. have to, like, think about how wisely you do it. Like, how yeah. you use it and all that stuff. Like yeah. Typically, yeah, for money, like, you have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then going kind of in the direction of you and Brandon. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, with doing a podcast with Jabba, like, I have to ask her about this. <laughs> but you're engaged. Yes. Um, you're, tw- are you 21? I was 21, but now I'm 22. Oh, you're 22. Okay. And then you're a senior in college. Mm-hmm. And you're going to graduate early. Yeah. Um, but you're engaged. Yes. And that's crazy. I think, yes. at, least, at least in the Asian American community, yeah, for not sure. many people are engaged in the senior year of high school, like a senior year of college. Yeah. That's and definitely. It's definitely like a one in a life kind of experience. Yeah. Like, I don't know many people. I think you're the first person I know. I don't know that many people early. that are Asian doing that too. Yeah. Because I mean, like, there are other cultures that do it. Yeah. So I was actually, so the past summer I was interning in Tucson, Arizona mm-hmm. for my internship. And it's a company called Raytheon. Um, it is in a place where it's majority um, Caucasian white mm-hmm. people and maybe some Hispanics because it's near, like, Mexico. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of, not, basically, it's probably, like, 3% Asians over mm-hmm. there. So I barely mm-hmm. see them. Um, I was working in the company where majority of them are white people, of course. But I think during that time, they're, in my finance department intern, there are 15 interns. Mm-hmm. I think at least half of them are either married or engaged wow. around... The age of like my age or even like your age or even like mm-hmm. 27 28 mm-hmm. so they're all like half of them are like married and engaged wow so like it's definitely like culture difference because like mm-hmm. i don't see any that many asian people even getting married until like they're after mm-hmm. 20, 30 mm-hmm. so it's a huge difference mm-hmm. right yeah and how did how did you feel about that like getting engaged this early um when i was i guess like when i was younger or like before i even get to know brandon that well or like just in the beginning of our relationship i was like 
I never thought about it, mm-hmm. and I just feel like, oh, you know, like, average Asian people get married, like, people get married a lot, like, when they're, like, 30-something, mm-hmm. and, like, when they all have their job established and stuff like that, but yeah. I think, like, over the time, he definitely brought up the idea of, like, oh, after we get married, we can do this, after we live together, we can do this, when we're 50, we can do this, so, like, mm-hmm. because he's very good at planning, he's very good at logistical <laughs> stuff again, like, mm-hmm. he knows how to plan ahead, so I think... Because of all this kind of idea he has put in my, like, uh, told me before, like, oh, when we're 40, we can do this. When we're 50, we can do this. Mm. Maybe 50-something, we can retire early and all that stuff. Mm. So, like, that kind of idea just gave me, like, that kind of just, like, in the back of my head, oh, yeah, I'll be living with him from, like, in the future. Mm-hmm. So, like, eventually that just come, like, that just come naturally saying, like, oh, I'm not surprised that I'm going to get, like, I'm going to marry him or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think back to the question, like, how does it, like how does it feel i don't feel like it's it can be surreal sometimes but like throughout the time like it just kind of become like a like i started realizing okay it's real it's happening like Mm -hmm. it's we're still behaving the same way as we are right now we still interact with each other and we still talk to each other the Mm -hmm. same way like there's to be honest nothing really different Mm. and um you're just like oh there's a commitment coming up so you know Mm. like it's Mm -hmm. a commitment that we're both working on and Mm -hmm. we're both working for and definitely trying to like take care of one another and stuff like that. It's to be honest, it's still the same as like before we even get engaged or something like mm. that. Yeah. Okay. And so for you, it's like it's kind of I don't know. You 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 said you kind of were like getting used to it, like it's become reality. Yeah. Um, like when you were you really surprised when he like proposed to you and all that stuff. Um. I think I didn't... So, I, I know that we are going to get married mm-hmm. before he, even, like, before anything. And I think after that, he was telling me, oh, the surprise is coming. And, like, oh. he knows that... He, he wants to do that in Singapore. The trip in, to the trip to Singapore. And that's why, like... Um, and that's why, like, oh, like, I know that it's going to come. Mm-hmm. And especially if we are to get married, like, in December, like proposal is definitely gonna be before that yeah yeah. i have more and more idea Uh and like he definitely pitched me the idea before Mm -hmm. and so like and then after that we just like don't really talk too much about it and of course Mm. like in singapore and like uh, like everything have happened he's just like hey you'll be marrying me and stuff like that (laughs) and so like yeah i was like oh like like i definitely i think like i kind of have a big picture like what it is and i kind of know what is Mm -hmm. going on so like but I think, well, to be honest, I feel like most girls, they have a sense, maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. because you know, you know, your friends are getting engaged too. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like most of good girl will have a certain idea and a certain sense of when he's going to propose. Mm. Like mm-hmm. it's. It, it, yeah, it seems like a really dream, like, it seems like a dream, like, you just don't know anything, and then the guy just kind of, like, come down and surprise mm-hmm. you for a little bit, um, but I think ultimately, like, logistically, and, like, the guy has to ask the parents, and all this kind of stuff, so, like, mm-hmm. somehow the girl will have an idea, or even, like, you have to get, you have to get, get a ring that she likes, and, like, yeah, yeah. all that stuff, so, like, you will have a sense. Yeah. So, um, but I think, like, for me, it's, the, I am very happy after that, because, like, I just know that, oh, it's, like, one step forward for our commitment, and, like, we're mm-hmm. still continuing this commitment, mm-hmm. and, like, that's something still, like, keep me really secure and keep me, make me feel very secure and make me feel really safe, 
mm. in a way. Like I don't worry about this at all. Like mm. I just I can't worry about any other stuff. And this mm-hmm. thing is the only this is the, this thing is the last thing that I worry about. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Dang. And so you got remind me again the timeline. When okay. did you get engaged? When I was in Singapore. So what what date was that? Do you remember the date? <laughs> Or like the time. Well, that's this summer. Yeah, it's summer? this summer. It's in mm-hmm. May, uh, okay. May twenty eighth, May twenty seventh. We're on the plane. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the time change is like you you don't know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was in May, and your wedding is next month. Yeah. So that's 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 roughly about like six like, six months. Six half months. A year. Six months. Half a year to seven mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Um. How has wedding planning been? Um, so I'm not doing a, like a wedding ceremony, mm-hmm. but we'll be doing like two reception dinners, oh, one okay. in Chicago and one in LA area, mm-hmm. just because his family is in LA area yeah. mm-hmm. and my family and basically all my friends are in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we just decided to have two like ceremony or like two reception dinners coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the one in LA, thankfully his parents are very cooperative and really willing to help us mm. with planning those so mm-hmm. his parents are actually the one who um organize a lot of different things mm-hmm. look at the venue and just give me choices to choose mm-hmm. and for this one in chicago um i'm actually the one who got all this name and list of venues mm-hmm. for my friend and then i just kind of reach out to all of them seeing the prices seeing the menus seeing mm-hmm. all these places and visiting them so i actually the only time I actually visited those places in person was the three days in between after I cut like three days after my internship or after my summer internship from Arizona or even mm-hmm. the West Coast and then the few days before my trip back to Champagne going to school. Mm-hmm. So I only have like a few days left in, in mm-hmm. that time. So I got to visit a few places visiting them and trying to talk about like oh what are the placements and stuff like that and I finally make so I narrowed down a few places consult my family saying which one is better which one do you like how the surprising work which one is better in that mm. way which one's more coordinating like which one's willing to give more and like all that stuff different packages mm. so um and then we're coming down to like narrow down to like the the restaurant and choosing the menu mm. we just finalizing the menu but we definitely know, like, our guest list. We're only inviting mm-hmm. a really small group of people. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be really hard. But I think that's so far my planning. Um, I'm definitely stressed about the planning, though, just because, like, it's not that, like, I've ever done this before. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's my first time doing it. But mm-hmm. I don't really know what goes behind it. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. really just doing it on my own, trying mm-hmm. to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, are you supposed to have this? Do you need this? I don't know if I should have this. Or, like... Like, there's still so many other components mm-hmm. coming together that I'm not sure if I should be doing it or I should not. Mm. So, um, but it's definitely, like, a learning process. I feel like if my other single friends have my same age, if they ever get engaged, <laughs> ever get married, hint, I'm hint. pretty... <laughs> yeah, hint, hint. I'm pretty um, experienced, I guess, in that way that if you ever need the help. But, mm. yeah, don't yell at me if I messed up. Um, <laughs> so that's something... But it's definitely going, um, but school is definitely catching up and yeah. graduations and, like, mm-hmm. projects and stuff like that. And, of course, like, being a co-leader at the same time, there's just all these things that's piling up that is kind of pushed back my progress mm-hmm. on just, like, like reception planning or even, like, wedding planning in general. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully I can get back to it because, yeah. I mean, like, the deadline is coming up. Yeah, so yeah. I need it. Pretty a, soon. 
Yeah, we'll see. Mm. So. That's crazy how you're, like, you're a student, you're mm-hmm. in college, um, you have classes, you have midterms, you have projects, you Just have Just like papers, everybody else. Homework, quizzes, all the stuff. Yeah. And then um, you are engaged, <laughs> so you have yeah. all these things to plan out, mm-hmm. um, and then... You're also a co-leader in our church, mm-hmm. um, and you have, like, duties and, and like, obligations and that and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you, like, manage it all. Like, like, do you, have you ever, like, felt, like, overwhelmed, like, try to balance all of these three? Because it's, I mean, honestly, just, like, yeah. I remember when I was a co-leader and, like, for the first time, and I was also a student, too. It was, like, it was just so much. And how you're engaged and, like, how do you manage, like, doing wedding stuff while trying to be faithful with your student calling and your church calling and, like, friend, even being a good friend, mm-hmm. a good daughter, a good family member. Like, how do you manage all of that along with all this wedding planning? Um, I think I definitely went to a lot of roadblocks before, like, getting to where I am right, right now. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, I really... Now that I'm looking back at it, freshman year, I really just sloth a lot and, like just lay back and like hang out with friends a lot of course i i respected a lot of good relationship back then mm-hmm. um and of course i didn't get into college or business and i tried to like study a lot more sophomore year spend more time in school and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um as time go on you just kind of pick up a, like when you're growing up your responsibility can only get more not mm-hmm. less so like you just have to figure out how to grow up and how to take those responsibility as something that you own it like mm-hmm. you should be responsible for it and like if you leave it it that that aspect of your life is gonna be like in a mess so mm-hmm. i just can't you have the sense of urgency you have to take care of it mm-hmm. and um junior is actually pretty challenging too that's like a big step forward as in like how much i have to do i was undergrad ta for uh, for a while I was actually working as part-time in cafe and I was doing school work and you know it's all 300 and 400 level classes and I have consulting organization to work on mm. with different project wow. calling clients and so that was only just for working mm-hmm. like and like or like schooling but like I also have friends I also have mm-hmm. church and I also have fr- like all the different stuff and um, I definitely pushed myself a lot last year to like realize oh i can still get good grades like if i manage my time out i can still mm-hmm. get good grades knowing my mm-hmm. priority um that was actually the best grade i have so far in like all the sem- how many however many mm-hmm. semester i have i was very proud of it and looking back i realized oh yeah like i worked so hard to do this and i realized oh i can push myself this is mm-hmm. my limit this is where i can do so mm-hmm. like this semester coming up I realized I should like I think of maybe I should I can challenge myself because I know my limit already maybe my limit is a little further than that mm-hmm. so I definitely uh, I definitely drop some responsibility and pick up some new ones just because um I want to not just challenge myself but also something that I realized maybe that's something that I should be doing maybe it's good for me in the mm-hmm. future mm-hmm. and uh, maybe those experiences will be something really valuable if I don't pick it up I'm probably gonna regret it mm-hmm. um so that's why I have this different kind of test again for this semester. But definitely, it's definitely a lot more than I imagine it mm-hmm. is. Because in the beginning, you'll be like, oh, everything is pretty simple and straightforward. But when you're getting there, it's definitely discouraging because you see how much stuff you actually have to do when you list out all this mm-hmm. to-do list. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a person who's very good at doing to-do lists. And like I always just like heartlessly doing stuff and then check the checklist off. I'm the type of person very goal-oriented or task-oriented, if you want to say. But 
um, yeah, of course there are times that I realize, well, like there's so much that I have to do and I can be overwhelmed. Um, sometimes it reminds me, like sometimes it, it made me think like, do I just sign up for too much? Or like, is this mm-hmm. what it's really mean to me? Mm-hmm. Did I sign up to, for too much? But I feel like sometimes, yes, it is. But it's to a point where there's no way to tur- like turn back anymore. There's no way to mm-hmm. drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to keep finishing it and regardless of what have happened. And so that's why like, I try to still continue to push myself in these aspects. And like, definitely my calendar, my week, I, I use Google Calendar now just because I learned from other friends. Mm-hmm. Using Google Calendar is very helpful. You basically, I kind of have every hour lined up with different things. And so like my daily calendar is pretty colorful um that just you know that just makes you happy for a little bit and mm-hmm. see like oh you can do this and like mm-hmm. checking off the checklist really makes me like feel satisfied in a way mm-hmm. to like get things done yeah, so yeah. i think the biggest thing also which is something that my mom also emphasized a lot is time management because like it is something that people value a lot regardless of where you're going she's she helped corporate to find talents for working as CEO, mm. CFO, and stuff like that. So, like, she know how important that is for people who are that mm. high up in the position uh, should be having, which time management is definitely one of the biggest things that they should have because they have so many other more responsibilities mm-hmm. than we could have had right yeah. now. We have right now. Mm-hmm. And that's why, um, for me, like, I realized, yeah, I'm learning the hard way that time management is key. And, of course, like, through that, I also get benefit from it, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot, but I think... I think what you said is like really good, like time management. Like if you want to take up more responsibility, like, like hey, being engaged while you know co-leading, while like being a student and graduating, all these different things. Like the key thing really is time management. And mm-hmm. I think part of you mentioned it earlier, like with time management being driven right mm-hmm. to do all these things and like having these goals, having this like you know to do list. Like it may seem very like menial and it may seem very like basic but it's really important like to do to do list because it helps you reach your goals slowly yeah um so i definitely agree with all that i guess it's just i can't believe like you're engaged while like doing all these other things and yeah. like i already know from being a maid of honor that mm-hmm. like wedding planning is so stressful sometimes oh yeah how is how is that <laughs> You were, were you working playing for students? Yeah, yeah, for certain, yeah. Um, I mean, it was just, like, different because... And I think from what I've been... From what I heard from you, it's, like, the... Your in-laws have been pretty cooperative. Mm-hmm. Um, My mom is very cooperative, too. It's just she's not so very good. good at... Like, she's not very good at, like, English. That's why, like, oh, a lot of okay. communication has to go through me. But, like, okay, okay. she's the person who finally approved the check. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to let her approve stuff too, but yeah. I think ultimately she trusts me on my ability on doing. Mm. Well, like she trusts my choice, mm-hmm. probably maybe not the ability, but like ultimately it's the cheapest ways to do it on your own. So yeah. which is why I'm doing it yeah. on my own. And that's key, I think, too. Like in this whole wedding planning thing, mm-hmm. like sometimes wedding planning can really be stressful or a little less stressful depending on how like cooperative all parties mm-hmm. in this wedding planning is. Yeah. Because really, like, when you're wedding planning, it's not just you mm-hmm. and Brandon, right? Yeah. It's your in-laws being involved. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of your friends helping out, too. And, like, like relatives and everything and, like, even the people you're trying to, like, coordinate with mm-hmm. of, like, here's when the ceremony is, here's when this is. Like, we're going to do this kind of, these kind of dresses. We're going to do these kind of flowers. We're going to do this restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. all those different things. Like, there's so many different aspects and it really depends on that. Yeah. And so I know for, like, at least for CERN's case, mm-hmm. like, 
um, in-laws were sometimes a little bit hard to kind of navigate through. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like you have, like, a kind of a good picture of what you want to go for. I actually don't. Oh, really? But I'm just going with it and see what I need, and then I fill it up. Mm. So it, it's a very, I guess like in the stage wise, it's pretty early on in the stage, but I know that I only have one month left and mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I still have to make a lot of choices. I still make a lot of purchases and mm-hmm. think what should I have in there? What should I not have? What mm-hmm. do I not need to have? Mm-hmm. So it's something like, again, like it's the first time and should be the only one time that I'm doing this. Um, I... I was not experienced, but, like, it was through all this different time. I'm just have to look it up and have mm-hmm. to learn to, like, figure it out. What is the right way? What is mm-hmm. the wrong way? What should I be having? What should mm-hmm. I be doing? So, mm-hmm. and it, so you've done your research. Do you feel like you're a quick decision maker? No. Not really. I'm not. not. I'm very indecisive, but I think because of the time crunch, I think I'm a little quicker to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I care more about hitting the deadline. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's more about, you know, like, my personal taste, which I can be, like, liking a... I can, I can be liking pink more than blue today, but I can be liking blue tomorrow more than pink. <laughs> so, like, it's... Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that, I, like, change up my mind. So, mm-hmm. because of the time crunch, I think I'm, like, better at making decisions, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least, like, you're, like, trying to make decisions before the time. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also, like, very key to, like, wedding planning, too. Mm-hmm. Of, like, okay, like, I need to make a decision, mm-hmm. so we're going to make one right now. Yeah. And I think, like, that's also very key, too, because if you can't learn to make decisions for wedding planning, yeah. wedding planning is really hard. Yeah. I think we just, I have a group of friends, which is, like, Darren, Lydia, Irene. Um, in the beginning, we have we, this full group of friends. There's just four friends of, like, me together. Um, we kind of just know each other since my freshman year, but mm-hmm. we always, like, now because we're scattered everywhere, living everywhere, and, like, we don't really see each other as often, we definitely mm-hmm. want to, like, eat out here and there to hang out, mm-hmm. but that become one of our biggest tr- problems, as in, we have a hard time picking restaurants all the time, <laughs> even though we don't have that many options, yeah. we always have a hard time, and I think one of our, Lydia, one of our friends, um, if she's listening to this, she should be, like, cringing right now, but... She's um l- she's driving. She's the one who drives. But mm-hmm. oftentimes we can't make the decision where we're going, so we're just <laughs> wandering the town around while she's driving back and forth anywhere oh, to choose a restaurant. So sometimes like oh, we'll be wandering the town and then we end up going back on campus. Sometimes we go all the way off campus, but like it's been like half an hour or like one hour or f- like however long it is it takes for us to make a decision or settle with a decision. So. Um, it's something that we collectively have to work on, and I, I'm sure, like, all three of them are, like, getting better at it, too, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And I think that's something that, like, we'll grow into. Yeah. I think as we grow up and as we go through different experiences, we mm-hmm. learn to become better decision makers. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, it's, it's not, like, un, like, unless the opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm. we can't learn how to de- good decision makers until, like, we actually have to go through circumstances yeah. that, like, forces us. And I think wedding planning definitely is for sure one. Because yeah, I've realized, like, sure. through, like, CERN and being a maid of honor and everything and witnessing everything, I was like, yeah, decision making, <laughs> like, wedding planning is going to help you with that for sure. Yeah. Um, and also being a co-leader, too, in the church. Yeah. Because, like, um, last year, Irene was a co-leader. And this year, the rest of three of us are being co-leader, too. Like, Darren is a co-leader. Lydia is a co-leader. And me, too. Like, I think... 
our decision making process right now is definitely a lot shorter just because like we know in the leadership role we kind of have to make decision be a little mm-hmm. more assertive yeah and choices because sometimes mm-hmm. people just be like oh i don't care i don't mind doing this but i don't like doing that so mm-hmm. i have to make the last call mm-hmm. just to because of the time crunch and like i feel like i don't want people to wait for me and mm-hmm. that just become like one of the things i would be doing i i definitely see how like we choose a restaurant a lot faster now oh <laughs> so there's been some improvement a little now. bit faster yeah so yeah. which is good yeah. yeah, and and like even like, I still think it's like okay to not like be so decisive on what you want to eat because mm-hmm. like, honestly we're people we crave different things at different times mm-hmm. and eating like choosing what to eat is like a little decision right mm-hmm. but then like wedding planning is a huge decision yeah. and so I think like, like depending on the little opportunities whether they're big or small we still learn and um, through the little opportunities we learn to make the bigger ones, yeah. bigger decisions a lot better. It takes practice for sure. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And that kind of all goes back to even finances and what we talk about traveling and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even the little opportunities that we're to choose where we eat, thinking about, like, you know, what we spend and the little things that we spend our money on and yeah. what we think about, like, can really lead up to the bigger purchases, mm-hmm. too, or, like, the bigger savings and all that yeah. stuff. And so... It was through the small things that I learned that, okay, well, I... It's through the small purchases on my stock account that I buy cheap and small stocks. Now I become pract- like practice more. Now I become better at buying a little bigger amount of stocks mm-hmm. to for investment. So mm-hmm. it's just like in the beginning everything looks very intimidating. Oh, yeah, like, I don't want to lose money and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. eventually it starts with like the little small stuff, and you mm-hmm. see it grow. You see yourself mm-hmm. like growing in the midst of that and then of course you get a little more comfortable with it you see the fruit that's coming out of it that's why you build your confidence that's why you build mm-hmm. your comfort which is why then guides you to be a little bit more willing to take additional step to go forward and to like trying bigger stuff mm-hmm. so yeah that's something mm-hmm. yeah i definitely agree with all that <laughs> yeah i think i think i mean i don't like like our three topics for today were very random yeah but it kind of like all tied up really nicely like, right yeah now. like like i said i'm like really prone to wonder so i just can't even talk about anything to be honest but... well i'm so thankful that you've been on this podcast i think yeah, i personally yeah. even learned a lot about yeah. like finances because like I don't know. Even as a working adult, I'm still trying to learn my own spending habits mm-hmm. and learn to, like, manage my own finances, too, which I wish I learned earlier in college. So I think mm-hmm. it's, like, for even everyone who's listening here right now to, like, even to take away something from this podcast, it's, like, it's really important to learn your spending habits and to learn finances and to think about your finances a little bit more because even, like, with college being a little bubble, we can't always live in that little bubble forever. And so... Yeah. I think it's definitely important. I learned a lot from you. I'm Thank so thankful you. we did this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I like, like I don't really get to like talk about this often or even like put it into words often. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of nice to like just talk like, just like that. And I feel like a lot of the things that like, yeah, there's like it can be like a like really scattered three topics, but like it the more I talk, the more I realize oh that's what my heart is and mm-hmm. that's what I'm always thinking of and mm-hmm. like it reveals like oh what i'm thinking like so far and all that stuff so that's like a pretty good like self-reflection too and like just to like, remember what i was coming from and like mm. what i believe in so which is nice yeah. yeah thanks for being on our podcast thank you all right guys so that's the end of our podcast for this week um we'll tune in next week thank you job for coming on this podcast Woo! and good luck with wedding planning good luck <laughs> on your wedding and everything thank you. i'm sure in the end it'll turn out fine yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully this podcast will be released by then. But <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll see you guys. We out. Bye.